Live from the Pickleball Giants studios, Mike Taylor and Samuel LaDon Freeze. Love it. Love it very much. How you boys doing? It's us. It's overreact, like we said. A night late, but what are you going to do? Uh, here we are with overreact to talk Cowboy football on a Monday night. A little over 24 hours since they... Has it been 30 seconds yet? Nope. So last night, the Cowboys went up to Lambeau Field with an opportunity to get a seventh win and stay obviously well in playoff contention and stay right with the effing Eagles and the Giants in the division against the Packers team that had lost five consecutive games coming off Aaron Rodgers' worst career game ever, statistically speaking, in Detroit where they lose to the damn Lions. Has it been 30 seconds yet? The Cowboys shit the bed. There it is. That's what they did. There it is. With a a road game against the Vikings coming up and then a short week where you got to turn right around and play a tough New York team, uh, knowing that you may... May lose both of them. Where are you going to check on the damn Redskins? Oh, God Almighty, he's he's distracted by Monday Night Football. Facing a two-game gauntlet where you play the damn Vikings on the road and then the Giants in a five-day span, they fuck up in Green Bay and get beat yesterday. And not only do they get beat, but the way they get beat is just so disheartening so just a, just a pain in the ass to the to the brain. This is a terrible loss, and I argued this today on the radio show. And we're gonna do some looking ahead tonight. Jump in here with the chat. Uh, jump in here and give us your take. You can jump on the super chat too. Uh, you can also go to buymeacoffee.com/slash/mike-taylor-live and then participate in our in our extravaganza here. This thing is probably going to let this game haunt them. We're only in the middle part of the season. But this is one of those games where at the end of the year, if it does not work out, you look back on this thing and say, we fucked up by losing that Packers game. And the way in which you lose, you're up 14 in the fourth quarter. This is a Cowboy team that gets outscored 17 to nothing. In winning time, when you count the fourth quarter in overtime, it was a monumental team collapse. No one was good enough. Everybody can be thrown under the bus. This was a bad loss, and I don't, I don't like saying that in the middle of November, but this was a bad loss, one that I think is probably going to haunt them all year long. Oh, say it, <clears throat> say it without hesitation. This is a terrible loss. Terrible. This is, This is the most winnable game in the stretch of three games in 11 days that they're facing, starting with yesterday. They played Green Bay yesterday. They play, uh, what is it, Uh, Minnesota Sunday, and then turn around and play the Giants on Thanksgiving. Right. Like, out of those three games over the course of 11 days, starting with November 13th and ending with November 24th, this was the most winnable of them. Right. This, it would not be, despite what Vegas says, despite Vegas still saying the Cowboys are a one-point favorite on the road, coming off a gut-wrenching loss on the road, 
against a NFC North team. Despite Vegas saying they're a one-point favorite in Minnesota next Sunday, that was that was the game. That was the easiest game of these three. I mean, the Giants game. As much as we joke about the Giants, I mean, it. You, I joke. You predicted it accurately. That is a much improved football team that is still looking at a seven and two record in second place in the division. That is still a team that's looking to eliminate any kind of tiebreaker with the Cowboys when it comes time to, for playoff seating. If we, uh, if we can even still talk about playoff seating after the loss yesterday, because oh, I don't, well, I playoffs? don't I, forget about that. I mean, I, I do, I do hesitate to immediately jump to the doom and gloom that that loss signifies the end of playoff hopes or conversation because it doesn't. I don't want to talk about it though. Exactly. They, now staring, we don't have the we don't have be, the luxury of talking about it anymore. They may after be that six loss. and five a week from Thursday. Yeah, very very realistically. <clears throat> and in that division, and you you fucked up. You're in a, you're in a, you're in the wrong division to be losing to the Packers. You are now staring six and five in the face. I think at this point, I think we take a split. I don't care which one you win, the Vikings and the Giants. You split those two games. You're still just seven and four. Right. And it's not a lock to go to the playoffs. They're going to be a team this year with a winning record that's going to miss the postseason. And it's probably going to be the team that finishes in third place in the NFC East. Yeah. And if you don't win these next two games, you're in a world of shit. And also, not only do you not, you're, you you ruin, you mess up your momentum, they may have let Green Bay off the mat here a little bit. Green Bay may get hot, or I mean, just Green Bay. Green Bay's been terrible going into this week, but maybe this jump starts Green Bay. Maybe the Packers get on a bit of a roll in their in playoff contention. Wouldn't it be something if the Cowboys wind up missing the playoffs with a winning record because they don't have the tiebreaker because they got beat by the effing Packers? And that's in play now. Absolutely. I mean, ten and seven. It's muddle. It's murky the playoff waters for sure. Nine and eight is probably not a playoff team. And God no. Ten and seven not that division. No. Ten and seven. Well, as a wild card even, but ten and seven isn't even a lock at this point now with the way that the NFC could still unfold over the rest of the season. That's not even a lock to be a right. playoff record anymore. Right. I mean, it could take eleven and six just to snag a a wild card spot. Especially when you look up at the rest of this division, where you have the Giants continuing to roll despite a historically unsustainable win margin. I mean, there's there's never been a team in NFL history that's won this many one score games this far into a season. That's what the Giants continue to do, but they continue to do it. So it's yeah, there's historical precedent that they shouldn't be winning those games, but they continue to win them. And that's who's on your schedule two weeks from now uh, on, on Thanksgiving Day. A, a day that, I, it as a, as a kid, it, even when the cows were bad, it felt like they won on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, that, you can't say that anymore over the last three, five years. I mean, that's right. not, I mean, hell, they lost to, they got embarrassed by the Raiders last year on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Who's to say that the Giants don't embarrass them again this year on Thanksgiving? And again, that's a second place Giants team that is absolutely wanting to split the season series with the Cowboys so they're, so that it, it won't go, that that 
head-to-head record won't be the tiebreaker, and they'll maintain a better divisional record if it comes down to deciding a playoff spot based on divisional record tiebreaker. Puma's number 69 jersey, my Pearl Jam <clears throat> sign, all brought to you by Pickleball Giant, the official studio sponsor of Cowboys Overreact. They are right off 1604 in Bitters near the Rogers Ranch area. You can go over there and work on your game, and you can buy pickleball stuff. Their most rising sport in the country. All these celebrities are getting on board with the pickleball craze. Have you noticed that in investing money in the sport? And that's cool and all. Uh, and if you have gotten into this craze, then I can scarcely think of a better place for you to go and get your gear than Pickleball Giant on 1604 and Bitters. It's the only place in town that does exclusive only pickleball. We need to go over there and shoot another promo. Although I do like watching the muscles in my legs contract every time Puma, I mean, uh, LG plays that video. Need to go over there and update our video. Need to get another one over there. Thank you to Pickleball Giant. Their name says it all. They do pickleball, and that's it. The exclusive Just Pickleball gear store of San Antonio, Texas. Thank you, Pickleball. All right. It's nut check time. Is you is or is you ain't? Are you a – I don't – to hell with Super Bowl contender – I don't even want to talk about that. And when I said, you know, I said, I don't even want to talk about the playoffs right now. But I'm not saying they're not going to make it. I'm just saying that thing is in doubt now because of one damn game on the road in, in November. Because now they've got, they've, got the, they've got the Vikings game and the Giants game. <clears throat> After that, they get the 10 days off. I'm looking at the schedule here on the side. Three of their last four games of the season in December are on the road. You needed to win this fucking game yesterday. It would have been one thing had they played shitty from the outset and they were trailing all day. They blew they blow a 14-point lead, man. That's what pisses me off the worst. Still can't believe that's the first time in franchise history they've blown a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter. They're 195-1 and one now when leading regular season or playoff combined, leading by 14 points or more in the fourth quarter. So the schedule is thus. At Minnesota, and then the Giants on Thanksgiving. Then they get the 10 days off. They're home for a Colts team that's playing for just pride. They've been rejuvenated with, you know, Jeff Saturday becoming the interim head coach. What a debacle that is. Yeah, and then they got the Texans in back-to-back weeks. They should beat both of them. In Jacksonville is not a gimme. It's not. You're going to have to. You lose to the fucking Packers. I don't You can lose to anybody. Not that the Aaron Rodgers is awesome, but still, I mean, they showed me yesterday that they can, they can lose to anybody. The only home game they have in December is the, is the Eagles. And they finish up the season in Tennessee and in Washington. They could lose both of those. They may lose the last three games of the fucking season. They needed to win that, that game yesterday. This game is going to haunt them all year long. So just, okay, let's just do it. Let's just play funsies with the schedule. Here's my prediction. And we'll, re- we'll revisit this as the weeks go by. They're going to lose to Minnesota. Agree. They're going to be 6-4. and four. They're going to pull the Giants game out of their ass and be 7-4. and four. Then they're going to go on. They're going to turn it into a win streak and beat the Colts and the Texans back-to-back, and they'll be 9-4 and four and feeling pretty good about things. But December looms. In Jacksonville, I'm going to give them a hard fart win, 10 and 4. But then, dude, I can see this thing being 10 and 4 and losing out to finish 10 and 7 and missing the fucking playoffs like they used to do all the time when I used to bag on Romo, where they'd have a really good record going into December, 
only to shit the entire bed in the month. I see that happening this year. Give me ten and seven. Miss the postseason because of the division you're in. Oh, I think it's I think it's shaping up to be especially the the irony that it's the Washington the last week <clears throat> of the season. We're absolutely shaping up to see a reincarnation of the Robert Griffin tapping Romo on the back of the head and saying, "It's okay, bud. It's all right. Don't <laughs> don't don't Except sweat this, this year too." John Heineke or whoever the quarterback is Correct. for the Redskins. Yeah. My God. Correct. Yeah. Tapping no, I mean, I, th- I think it's as much as we, uh, it's, it's exactly what Jerry wants it, the way it's lining out where it could turn out to be that final game of the season against Washington is controlling their playoff berth on the line. And I don't know what you, I don't know what this team has shown us that would expect us to say, if they go out there and know that it's win and get in, that they can achieve that because there's no one on this roster that has sniffed any sort of success or has shown that they can be that shown that they can rise to that occasion of a must win game. Yeah. I mean, no playoff success, disappointing losses against teams that you should handle overachieving with a backup quarterback. I mean, because that's the other. As much as we, as much as we did praise Cooper Rush for what he accomplished, Cooper Rush accomplished that win loss record because of the defense. Right. Yesterday was one of the games that was a type of game that we've been predicting. Sooner or later, the defense is going to shit. It's going to shit the bed. It's it's not sure. going to be able to hold an opponent under twenty points a game. The offense has to rise to that occasion and we didn't see it yesterday that was that's also a bad omen because I don't think this defense is not uh immune to throwing another turd performance out there like we saw yesterday they, ca- no. they cannot stop the run no and look you who they've what? got that's what I was about to say you know what Minnesota uh, does we well? got we got Dalvin Cook you Saquon Barkley does well and Jonathan Taylor you know well and keep it going you know what Jacksonville does well with Etienne sure Etienne? you know what the Eagles do better than any team in the league yeah they run the you ball. know what the Titans do Derrick Henry you know like they're going to – and that's not going to change? No. Uh, today, uh, Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator, just said, look, we got – it's not – I'm running the right scheme. They got to make them goddamn stops. They're not doing it. They don't have the personnel to stop the run. They're, it's not like the scheme sucks. They're not stopping the run. It's not a defense. So crazy. It's the best secondary they've had in 20 years. It's the most. Well, I mean, it's it's a secondary that also still has Anthony Brown starting in it, though. I know, and, but it's and Bossman Fad is showing no signs. I stand of being by what I said. Second round pick. They've had shitty secondaries for twenty years. Agreed, but it's also it's the best. Right, but I'm saying it's a it's a nicer flavored turd than the ones we've tasted the last ten years. Yeah, it's still it, a turd. It's it's eating ass, not toe jam. Whatever Correct. you want to say. I'm not to get. I'm sorry to get so <laughs> disgusting. My bad. I, I that one that took a turn. They're not going to stop the run all year. No. They don't they're not going to. They're just not. No, they move Micah to the back to a linebacker heavy rotation in his snap count and they still can't stop so the ironic. run. Again, so their secondary is competitive. It forces turnovers and it plays hard. Uh they got an excellent pass rush, although Micah Micah Parsons has been hurt for th- a month and a half and I've said it for a month and a half and they keep soft selling how banged up he is and he is. Their pass rush is still good. And ironically, 
they can't stop the GD run in a passing league, and it's going to be because of that. They're going to shit the bed here in a, in a couple of these games, and that's why yesterday's loss is really going to haunt them because that was one of those ones you, at least you would have had that in your pocket. You'd be 7-2, and two, and you could afford a couple of shitty losses here, and now they can't afford any, and I just don't – Best case scenario right now for me is eleven and six, but honestly, it feels more like a ten and seven season right now. Like yeah. what you predicted, ironically. Ironically enough, but after a six and two start, it's really a shitty, shitty way to end your year. I predicted a ten and seven. Arguably, well, I mean, at different points, I predicted a, a ten six and one or a ten three and four, like, but some incarnation of a ten win season. Yeah. I did that before, obviously, Dak gets hurt in game one, and I wished I could have changed my prediction after thinking about the fact that the Cows were going to have to play without Dak for six to eight weeks. And then they go out there and do everything I expected of them record-wise as they would have done if Dak had still been the starter. So then I'm sitting here thinking, hey, man, 10 and 7, I'm going to undershoot this thing. <laughs> like, this is like, we're, I'm going to win 12. I'm playing with house money. <laughs> I mean, 13 <laughs> and 4 is not out of the equation. <laughs> I mean, at, at worst, at worst, 11 and 6. And now we're sitting here really struggling to come up with a, a, a positive narrative to, to just achieve a 10 win season again. And, and I think at the end, uh, this bigger conversation is more about the the unpredictable nature of the NFL. I mean, the fact that the cows win six go what six and two, four and two with 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 crush, and like that is if you had told me that was going to happen at the beginning of the season, thank God for crush. I would have bet I would have bet a year's salary against that. Sure. And now we're sitting here talking about a disappointing loss of a fully healthy team, which hasn't been mentioned enough, coming off a bye. I know. Like it's it's they have they have only taken all of the goodwill, all of the positive, not momentum, but the positive groundwork that they laid to maintain pace in what's turning out to be the best division in football. Yep. And they just threw all they threw six weeks worth of work away in one night. In one night. Really in, one, in quarter in a, one quarter one really, quarter in an overtime. Correct. That's it. Correct. Oh, they'll rue the day. All right. JM Pool and Spa. They are the people to go to if you need a pool or a spa. Fixed, clean, maintained. It's a lot of cool fun to have a pool. It's really cool to have a spa. Really even better to have both. You can have parties at your house. You'd be the dude in the neighborhood that everybody wants to hang out with. But, boy, it's a pain in the ass to have to stick around and do all the maintenance. But JM Pool and Spa, Swimming Pool and Spa Specialists, they will do it for you. You can hit them up at 549-POOL. They service the greater northern San Antonio, lower hill country area. It is George and his family-owned and operated business. Been in, been in business a long time. Uh, serving South and Central Texas is probably the most accurate way to say that is JM Pool and Spa, the official pool maintenance company of Thunderdome and Mike Taylor Live uh, and Cowboys Overreact, brought to you in part by Pickleball Giant. So, Jerry wanted to go for it. I'm feeling pretty good. We need to go for it. Uh, He can't stop the run, but he can at least give Dak another weapon. I don't think they should stop their pursuit of Odell Beckham Jr., Oh, they should heighten it at this point. I now, agree. They need anybody yesterday. who can help this thing on either side of the ball. 
I, I agree. I give whatever the fuck Odell Beckham Jr. wants to be a cowboy. We can market the hell out of you. You get to be a cowboy. Your Q rating is going to go through the roof. You're going to wind up with a media job when you get done playing. You're going to make 50 million bucks in the next three years in endorsements. If you just don't, you know, don't, don't do something stupid. Don't get caught doing blow on a hotel room with a chick and put it on Instagram if you just somewhat take us serious, we'll give you this kind of money, and you can come in here to the Cowboys and help this thing. Uh, so you're with full bore all the way now. I am all now. the way on Odell Beckham. Yeah, whatever whatever they he got. wants. Yeah. Lawrence whatever Taylor's not a free agent. The best guy on the market is Odell Beckham Jr., and I go get him and bring his ass in here if I can this yeah. week. Yeah, I, I mean the the quickest way to upgrade the overall talent on this roster is throwing OBJ a contract and, sure. and getting it signed and getting him in the building. I mean, I'm going to be dead anyway in five years. I don't care about the long you, term. You know that that's already been, I mean, that you joke, but it's true. that's why I'm surprised Randy Gregory didn't get resigned and give that Odell turned out Beckham. to be a decent deal in the long run. See but. if he can get to give him some long-term, give him some guaranteed upfront money and give him a big old signing bonus like they did with Dion. Uh, and then put some backloaded stuff on there incentive wise and give yourself an out. Um, and then go for it. Absolutely. You have to. And I also, I don't he could think- wind up with the goddamn giants. He right. could be a giant by the Thanksgiving game. Not that they'll be ready to play. It's time. This is it. You lost to the Packers. Last week, It was he's a bonus. Now it's, holy shit, we need all the people we can get. Go get Odell Beckham Jr. No, now it's now it's to the point where you need a bonus. I mean, yeah, you sure. need, you're not, there's no one on the street that can you know, re- repair the issues with the run defense. Mm-hmm. You, you made a move. I don't know what Hankins is. I don't. I don't know what his long-term rotational future is on that defensive line. But uh, you, you made an attempted move at the deadline to shore up the run defense. But there's obviously still a glaring need. And, and I mean, go back. Some real funkiness with the the Jalen Tolbert offsides play specifically yesterday. I I hate him. I, look, I hate Jalen Tobin. It is it is one of the releases ass. It's one of the prove a point more wasted first years. I, I mean, it's as wasted as Boss Man's fat. Boss Man Fats was last year. I mean, it's it's a it's a wasted year. But judging by McCarthy's post game press, I mean, they, they Jalen thought he was lined up on side. He. References he clearly was not. He clearly was not. That's but, on him. He's a dumbass. But that's why he hadn't been able to get on the field all year. You finally get your stupid ass activated and you shit the bed like that. Get his I don't I don't want him on the team. So I release his ass. So then why did, point. why did McCarthy specifically say, look, he he looked over, he motioned at her, the female referee. She said it was fine. Not up to her. You get online. It is up to her because that's the whole. That's part of getting set as a receiver. You look over and it, they tell you, and then yes they call or no. a penalty on it after and she then said yes. It. Well, I mean, right. the league should do something about that. But you know what? You were clearly offsides. How do you not know? That's also the second time McCarthy has specifically targeted a female receiver. Well, she fucked up the call. <laughs> yeah, Don't let her fuck and up. And she a fucked call. it up last time too, if you remember. Don't because blow a fourteen-point lead. Don't let some chick right. referee get in the way and line up on. If you just look, you can tell you're offsides. You, you would can think, tell. You would think. 
You'd think, but he's a fucking idiot. And even if and they he, don't... By the way, if that's C.D. Lamb, I give him the benefit of the doubt. If sure. it's Noah Brown, he gets the benefit sure. of the doubt. This Tardbergen dumbass bust they got in the third round who couldn't get his punk ass active when you don't even have anybody to couldn't play even, wide receiver. Couldn't even show up week one on the active God, no. roster. When they had injuries out when the had, ass. When they started, uh, what was his name? Houston. Uh, the yeah, local. the kid from San Antonio. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, or whatever the guy's name was. <laughs> Jalen Tolbert sucks, and he may be good in the future. I would release his ass today and show show the show the locker room we're here to win. Show him you mean some freaking business. Kid's an idiot. He's football stupid. We fucked up. We shouldn't have drafted him. I, Jimmy would have run his ass out of here. Oh, that's Damn it. that's that's a mistake that Jimmy doesn't tolerate for sure. But Hell I also no. I also think that's a mistake that uh, it's easier for Jimmy to make an example out of when there's no salary cap and you're not that's as fine. much worried about the value yeah, you have deal. sunk into. Like it. You got money, right? But uh, that's my whole point. He's on a rookie deal because you spent a third round draft pick of an asset to well, bring him in to, to save money at that position, which sure. is why you let Amari Cooper go yeah. for pennies on the dollar so bring in odell beckham jr and dump his ass and make up for it all right r and r auto glass is the official auto glass repair company of this show if you've got a car with busted glass look at that that's a bad one that's where i've seen worse but that's pretty bad they will replace it quick they're right by the airport at 281 in tacoma they will honor all insurances in this country known to man uh they'll give you a special when you mention me get an especial when you mention taylor they're right there by the airport at 281 in Tacoma. And don't forget to mention me. It's R&R Auto Glass. They've been in business since 06. And they're Super Poodle San Antonio. And they're uh, you're putting money in the local economy. And they're super fast. And just, that's it. Yeah, don't go to one of these big national chains that treat you like a hamster. You're just a number. These are Poodle San Antonians. And they want to talk to you. They're one of us. Especially, they are literally one of us. They're Thunderdome. And mention us. It's R&R Auto glass, all right? Foamfoot 420 is in here. The Cowboys, this is who they are. This is what they do. Yeah, it's over and over and over and over and over and over. Same damn song and dance. I'm sick of them. Told, went on a rant today at home telling Nina. She asked me, have I told you she asked me a hypothetical not long ago? If you could only pay attention to one sport uh, that the was rest a great, of your life. Great hypothetical. What would it be? And I replied, I said, well... Do I have the show or not? He's like, that's not what I asked you. Okay. so I, But there are caveats. And I've said this for years, and I maintain it. If I get fired from the radio station today, my first reaction would be, well, I guess I better go out and find me another job. My second reaction would be, I don't have to talk about the effing Dallas Cowboys anymore. I don't have to extend energy. I don't have to expend energy. It takes a lot less energy to be positive than negative but tonight i'm expending energy because this thing only puts negative thoughts in my heart all the time is that actually true or is that something that's just been peddled in these mental self-help nah. wellness nah, it's seminars true. like true oh, also it, it actually it takes three muscles to f smile 
It takes 30 That's to true. frown. That's is true. It? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I've never believed any of that shit. I felt like that's just some fucking uh, wellness guru trying to teach, trying look to retrain my mind. Look it up. I bet look it up. Fuck the look wellness gurus. Let's look at science. I mean, look. LG, at, Google that. An anatomy book will tell you how many muscles you use, smiling and frowning and bitching and sucking and whatever. That else. just Kissing, feels, and sucking. Eat, eating, that whatever. That just feels, uh, <laughs> we need the Michael Irwin. Yum, 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 yum. Yum, 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 no, yum. that just feels like such a marketing uh, fun fact to be so. pushed by the That's true. mental health. Um, Eric Price watched them blow out the Vikings this week after sure. putting their foot in their ass. It's this the week. NFL, yes, yeah, and the, the Vikings NFL. and the Vikings trip over their dick and and beat the Bills and pull it out with an amazing catch at the end of the game yeah. to force overtime and then because buffalo shit the bed right and then get embarrassed by the cowboys by three touchdowns at home and then lose that's to the, how and the then, nfl and then works. lose to the giants on thanksgiving right yeah I, absolutely none of that would surprise me the 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 one thing that would surprise me is if they turn around and go on a three or four game win streak right now i'd be surprised that would be surprising there's no consistency to this thing. Matthew, I, admit that Dak's been a spare ever since the injuries. He's not been very good since the injuries. He was last year he threw for a whole bunch of yards and touchdowns and was a was just a guy in the playoff game and played hurt all year anyway. I mean, last year he was a top he was a top 3 MVP contender and playing hurt all and, year long. Yeah. yeah, but then but of course what did he do in the playoff game though? He was no, just a guy. No, there's no I again, this this he, whole he's argument. He's his own worst enemy though. Dak has the Dak is like 40% of the quarterbacks in this league. Sure. On a given day, they look like they're He's in, Kirk Cousins. The six to t- exactly. Who's, who's eight and one who's by eight now. Eight and one. Yeah. And, and is still is still a one point dog at home to Dak Prescott and sure. the Dallas Cowboys. Right, because he's Kirk Cousins. It's the NFL. And Kirk Cousins. You know what Kirk Cousins also did yesterday in that game? Where he had a release valve running back that was off in the flats where if the blitz got to him, he could just dump it down sure. as a safety valve. Yeah. You know what he did? He threw it right to the cornerback that yeah. was in the flats as sure. if he was an NBA player that throws a pass <laughs> to a referee because yeah. he thinks it's a teammate because Kurt got flushed and just threw the ball and threw it to the wrong jersey. Sure. Like, the, le- the league is now down to one elite team, and we're only halfway through the season. The only elite team in this league is the, are the Chiefs. The Bills now have lost two games in a row. Yep. Josh Allen has looked like dog shit two weeks in a row. You talk. See, Josh Allen. If he were a cowboy, I'd have cowboy fans in here telling me to put Cooper Rush back in the game, because if if Josh Allen were a cowboy well, and played like shit the last two weeks, I mean, people would be calling for his gig. But he plays in Buffalo, so I don't hear about how Josh Allen's been horrible for the last two weeks. I hear about how Dak threw two picks in the first half because C.D. Lamb's an idiot, don't run the right routes. Josh Allen's also a what six foot six white dude. I think he would still get more lenience because he's white. Dakota, okay, yeah. well maybe, but and he's Dak's and mama's he's white. He's a cowboy. I mean, he Wyoming cowboy. Yeah, he's a country ca- boy. Dak's a country yeah. boy. Where's cowboy? He doesn't hands. get enough credit for that though, <laughs> for one reason what and one reason alone. What we're everything can happen and nothing can happen. Yep. And the Cowboys are the poster child. They've been that way for twenty years. They are the quintessential NFL team. 
They can beat anybody and lose to everybody and play like dog shit one week and beat somebody you're not supposed to the next week and look like a Super Bowl champion one week and look like the worst team in the league the next. And that's, that's Dallas. That's 80% of the league. 80% of the league. And, y'all and are the, not, if y'all watched all the other teams week in and week out, the way you watch the damn Cowboys, you'd also hate your team too. The NFL yeah. sucks. It's full of bullshit mediocrity. It's a bunch of down-the-middle 8-8 eight and eight teams, and it's about who gets lucky at the end, who gets hot for a tournament, Yep. Uh, at the end of your season. Who gets a missed call, go their favor. Maybe, yeah. In, in a, in a <clears throat> clutch moment of a game. Yeah, it's about who has less injuries and who, get, who happens to get lucky with a home game. It's There's so much just luck and intangible that goes into who wins the thing. You've got the Chiefs, and who who's the worst team in the league? Detroit, who won a game? No, it's to. not Detroit. Okay, I mean, who is? Won again, yeah, it's it's. Worst, worst. Is there a worst team, or is it the Chiefs and then thirty-one other dip dipshits? No, I mean, there's there's an obvious one we're missing. The, the Eagles, Raiders. By are the way, the Eagles awful. are not elite. I'm not giving anybody that. The Eagles are not elite. Eagles are lucky. Oh, I still They're feel fortunate. better. I still feel better about the long-term odds this season of three other teams besides the Eagles. I would still say I feel more confident in the Bills than I do the Eagles, even after the loss yesterday. Agreed. I still thought the Bills were a better sure. team at the start of yesterday, and the Eagles are losing right now to the Commanders, or they were earlier. Let's roll through the NFC here. Okay. Tell me who's the worst team. Do you even know who has a – don't look. Who's got the worst record See, in the NFC? That's what I was trying to think off the top of my head. Worst record in the <clears throat> NFC. Yeah. It's got to be – I'm missing somebody because in my – There's in three my, teams that have the worst record in the league. Are they all at three wins? Yeah. Yeah, no one's like O oh, in something or one in something. The worst teams in the league are tied at three and seven. Lions. No. Lions won yesterday. That's right. Three so and six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll yeah, tell yeah, you. They did. The Bears. The Bears. The Panthers. Yeah. Panthers. Saints. That's the one. Yeah. The Saints are three and seven. The Saints could beat the Cowboys tonight if they played maybe. The Panthers are the worst team in the NFL. Okay. Yeah. Are you sure about that? No, but that's the one the I was missing. Because the Texans are one and seven. Okay, that's the worst thing. So let yeah, me make a point. Yeah. Let me make, here's my sports point. You've got the Chiefs and 31 other teams that are pretty close together. Yeah. Honest to God. Here's the NFC. Philadelphia, the Giants, Dallas, and Washington. Okay. Minnesota, who's 8-1, and one, but is anyone scared to death of the Vikings? God, no. God, no. The Packers, the Lions, and the Bears. You know who? Tell me who's in first place in the NFC South. Go. Oh, in the South. Yeah, uh, it's go. the Bucks now. Yeah, that five and five. Yeah, five and yeah. five is a first place team. They got to. That's the other thing. These fucking divisions are stupid. It's only American pro sports to do this stupid dog shit. Where you got a football team in Dallas that's six and three, and they're in third place in their division, but Tampa's in first, and we get a home game in the opening round right now at five and five. Well, and the Falcons it's were terrible. leading that division last week with a losing record. Yeah, so it's Tampa, Atlanta, Carolina, uh, New Orleans. And then out west, it's who's in first place in, in the west? Go. Niners, right? No, Seattle's still by the oh, tiebreaker. Oh, Seattle's still the by the tiebreaker. Seahawks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Who lose yesterday to the Bucks? While a bunch of German fans are singing along to John Denver in the crowd. Der Vaterland, der Vaterland. Alt Contra Rolled. 
Yes! Thank me home! Thank God, I, thank God I'm a country boy! Thank God oh, I'm the country boy! That's country, yeah! That's country, yeah! Let's get together, fix it, yes! Let's get that shit on this chair, chest! Okay. Let's go! Come on! Let's, <laughs> do, let's do shit, I don't board. remember that John Denver lyric, <laughs> but I do remember yeah, that German, the German video. That's the German version. Everybody sucks! I mean, by the way, the official cornerback, Arlington Heights' own Tariq Woolen, got him another interception yesterday, and that damn Tom Brady tried to kick him, piece of shit. Well, he did kick him. Yeah, he, he kicked him. Try. Of course, there was no call. Uh, Seattle, San Francisco, Arizona. Right now, I can make a case that the 49ers win the Super Bowl. Right? You agree with that? Don't oh, look at it. Win either. the NFC? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what their record is? You don't have to convince me a whole uh Six and four? Five and four. Five and four? Five and four, yeah. and they might win the conference. Dallas is not out of it, but they're in the wrong fucking division. Well, they're usually in and the right division. they should have won yesterday. Usually, like, when's the last time this NFC East looked? The, when's the last time the Cowboys were sitting with this record at this point in the year, and they were in third place in that division? I feel like you have to go all the way back to the 90s. It's such dog shit the way the NFL is lined up. Just take the teams with the best record and put them in the postseason. But no, we're all territorial, and we everybody we want every city to feel like they got a good team. When really we all have shitty teams. No, we mainly. I mean, the NFL does nothing. The NFL does better than every other league of promoting parity. Like the sure. NFL wants, and we eat it up. They want a Atlanta uh, media market and Atlanta fan base to think. Hey, you know, really, we're only a game and a half out of hosting a playoff game, right? If we win this division, sure. Uh, Ruben, I'm scared. OBJ's a locker room cancer. Ruben, listen nope. to what Sean McVay says about him. They loved him. Hey, let me tell you what I say about him. Fuck Sean McVay. I'm the football talking authority here. Oh, I'm sorry. I was okay. I misunderstood. There's no such thing as a locker room cancer. That's correct. There's 69 guys on a team. 54 get 54 on the active roster. 48 guys get active on opening day. Grown ass men being paid millions of dollars to go out and play a game. If you let one wide receiver Screw your locker room up. Your ass wasn't ever going to win jack shit to begin with. The the cancerous locker room wide receiver is the biggest, no offense, Ruben, it's the biggest stack of bullshit. You know how Ruben thinks that? Because he's listened to dumbasses in the media yep. talk about this for years. Randy Moss is a cancer. No, he's not. He's not at all. Tio's a cancer. No, you mean he's not. You mean the guy that came back from a broken leg to play in the Super Bowl for his team? Like, even if T.O. Even if T.O. were a pain in the ass and he bitched all the time, which he did, and I hated him. But guess what? He had 1,300 he yards receiving he every season. the reason anybody lost games. You're professionals, man. You're millionaires. One damn wide receiver is not going to ruin your season. You were never going to win anything anyway if you were that mentally flat in the front like a fucking Ken doll. Johnny Trunkin, leave it to the Cowboys to show us what an offside on the offense looks like. I know. It's been a while since I've seen that. Been one. a minute, man. Been but a minute. But also, they could have, a lot. I mean, with that same play, even if they hadn't called Tolbert for offsides, they could have called him for illegal motion because as sure, the ball was an being. Idiot. As the ball was being snapped, he realized he was. he. Despite what she told him that she was, he was on sides, he realized he was off sides and started to take a step back. That's illegal motion because he doesn't come to a complete stop. Johnny Truckin does <sighs> follow up that comment with 
something that I hit on earlier today on the radio show. Yeah. McCarthy said post-game, they knew that final possession on second down, they knew they were going to go for it if they reached fourth down. Right. So that's where you're getting second down play calling to get to third and four. Yep. And then on third and four, Johnny Truckin, which I completely agree with, he points out what I said earlier. Why are we not running the ball right there on third and four? If you know it's going to be a fourth down conversion. No matter at, what, just get at, one yard. Get at two, worst, get three. At worst, you're staring at the same amount of yards needed for a fourth down conversion. Yeah. If you get if you get stuffed. Sure. But you're not gonna get what are the chances you're getting stuffed for no yards on third and four when the defense is not I mean not that they're not expecting a run, mm-hmm. but where it's much more of a it's much more of a guessing game for the defense at right. that point. You you took all the guessing out of it. You, you by throwing the ball on third and four, you completely took the guessing out of it on fourth down, where mm-hmm. the defense knows. Oh well, now they're definitely not going to hand it off. And even at that at that pace, the way they were running the ball, I'm I'm not so sure. I wouldn't have been pissed off if they had handed it off on third and or fourth and four and only gotten three yards and not converted. Mm-hmm. I I still would have been upset with the third down play calling. But I would have at least said, look, you know, I understand the logic behind it. You were trying to catch them guessing. You thought they wouldn't expect a run on fourth and four. That's why I don't understand that third down, that third and four in overtime was the play of the game. That was that was the moment to me where it took you took all unpredictability out of your game plan. You took all uh, you know, ana- analytics that you swear you base your decision making on. You took all of that out of the game because analytics would have said, "Hand that ball off, cut the deficit in half that you need, and then make a decision that leaves the defense guessing." Or at worst, you're averaging that much per rush. Mm-hmm. Not to say that you would have gotten it there, but you would have gotten pretty damn close, and really would have made for an interesting fourth and short. That, that you know the third and fourth down play calling on that final offensive possession that that's the point that those are the kinds of things that give me long term concern about even if this thing does squeak into the playoffs at eleven and six ten and seven those are the kind of issues that when you're forced to make a decision like that in a game that actually is win or go home. I, I, I have very little confidence that they're going to manage the play calling correctly, especially that's why it's so infuriating to come out after, oh, well, uh, we, we knew on second we knew on second down we, we were going to go for it. Oh. Well, he's not the one calling the plays, though. Right. But he's Keebler Elf calling but the plays. But he's the one telling the Keebler Elf on second down, you've got a four-down play calling tree to go through now. I'm telling you, we're mm-hmm. in four-down territory. Yeah, well, you, uh, plan accordingly, and if that is planning accordingly, we got much bigger issues well, at heart. They still they had, they had the pass, and that the still all things being as they were, it was still a, it was still a shitty executed play. Yep, where it's oh desperate throw to Tony Pollard who didn't even do anything but stand there and like look like he didn't even wasn't even in on the play. No, he just shuffled around a, like a like a yeah, it wasn't like even. A, a, 
junior they, high kid, like a junior high boy at a dance, yeah, like not knowing what decoy. to do. It was just, yeah. uh, I'm just going to sway. Like, yeah, and then like Dak throws in the ball desperately. It's the whole thing was just a cluster bomb, sideline. Everyone's, everyone's to blame, Dak included. He didn't make enough plays nearly. Uh, a bad start, bad finish, didn't score any points in the fourth quarter. That dude's got to make plays. Aaron Rodgers made plays for his team with a bunch of spares out there at wide receiver and figured out what to do, and Dak did not. Texas Cheer Liquor, they're the official liquor store of this show. Thank you to Texas Cheer Liquor. they got nine locations in and around the San Antonio area. As far south as way the hell down off of 1604, remotely south, and as far north as Bernie, they go west and east of San Antonio. It is Texas Cheer Liquor, the official liquor store of this show. It is Texas Cheer Liquor. That's where we get our liquor. All right, that's all I got, man. This thing's in a bad way. Real bad way. Jason's in here for some reason. He texts, TCU just got their ass beat. What, in soccer? Yeah. Oh, did they lose? Is, the, is that the UTSA women's soccer match? I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. Did the Lady Runners beat the Lady Frogs? It's basketball season. Because TCU be football basketball. did not get its ass beat. I'm pissed off that we didn't beat that shitty team by more than we did. 17-10, to 10, giving up a stupid touchdown at the end. TCU whipped their ass. One more he thought. He must be talking about something else. One more thought on the game. Where do you All fall? Right. Obviously, there were... Obviously, that it's easy. It, that, was a miss, that was a missed pass interference call. With, uh, Big time. Like, a completely blown call. Awful. But where do you fall on not only the players referencing poor officiating in the postgame, but also the coaching staff? Because that's a much bigger red flag to me than anything else. And along the same lines, I jokingly, I joked about McCarthy calling her out earlier. McCarthy is straight, again, pointing to, hey, I don't know what you, I don't know what you want our guys to do. He looked over and the ref, she she told him he was on like it it seems like there's a lot of blame that's being passed off as look we did the best we could but the officiating limited us from ever being able to win this game tonight cuz i heard way too much of that in the post game yesterday and that is something that we heard a lot of last season that i thought we had kind of moved past specifically with the way the final play of last season where you heard a lot of the blame being placed on the officials. And that's the first time I've really, I feel like I've heard that rear its head again this season, where immediately after losing a game that you should have won, that you failed to execute in the fourth quarter and and overtime, obviously yesterday. And instead of accepting any accountability, you're getting way too much blame being placed on the officiating. Cause yeah, that was a blown call. But that's one call in a in a four quarter game where you had plenty of opportunities to take care of business to ice the game away where you didn't have to rely on an official correctly calling a pass interference. I thought it was pussy ass shit for the Cowboys to mention the referees. Agreed. Bet your ass. And that that does not. I I can't think of. I understand pointing out blatantly obvious missed calls, but I can't think of any championship level pedigree team of the last twenty years that immediately runs to post game and not only has multiple coaches and multiple players on both sides of the ball, blaming officiating for a a poor loss on the road in the middle of the season. That's Dallas's culture. That has been, that's not, they're the, they're, that's not surprising in the least. Uh, Basketball Um, TCU got their ass beaten basketball. Okay. I don't give a shit, dude. I mean, Jason, I don't give two shits. (laughs) I didn't even know we had a game tonight. Who knows? I don't care. 
It's basketball season. What are you talking about? Anyway, so, pumpkin ball season. Okay, sure. So they are the Cowboys. They are the Kardashians of the NFL. And that's why um, we love them and hate them. Which is why I think OBJ may come here, even though they lost to the damn Packers. That certainly was not a recruiting pitch. Or um, or or it was a hell of a recruiting pitch I, in terms of his leverage to say, oh, you wanted me for two years, nine mil? Yeah. Or two years, six mil? How about two years, nine mil now? Because you really need me more than you him. did last week. And I would. This is not pre-recorded. Is this live? Where was this yesterday? We had a celebration slash memorial that we had to go to. I spoke at Russell Rush's memorial. The reason we didn't do this show yesterday. That's why we're doing it tonight. Um, That's the reason we both watched the game this morning. Yeah, I didn't watch the game in real time. That's I why I'm, I'm, I'm freshly pissed because we just yeah. watched it this morning. It arguably worked out <laughs> even better to hear to hear everybody else blow me up talking about how yeah. poorly it was. And then go to the SAFC game last night and not think about it for 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then to wake up first thing this morning and just absolutely ruin my day by watching every second <laughs> of this debacle. When you're up 28-14 and you get outscored 17 to nothing the rest of the way in the fourth quarter and overtime, I don't you don't get to bitch about the referees. No. But you're Dallas, and that's who you are, and it's what you do. All right. Uh, that's all I got. I'm, re- I'm ready to move on to something. I'm ready to move on. I'm done with these, these assholes. I'll worry about them again next Sunday. Uh, I will say this. So they play at three 30 Sunday. Um, I'll be on an airplane. Oh, yeah. You're taking off. Yeah. And I will be off the rest of the following week. Hmm. So we're gonna have to get together and figure out how we're gonna do that production wise. You even you even gonna do the Thanksgiving Day one? I told Lawrence I would call in on the phone. Okay. okay. I'm gonna be in Hawaii. I don't have any gear. I it's all been, oh, been taken down. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Well, I'll try to arrange a couple special guests for the next All right. Do two that. days. Yeah, two I don't games. wanna take two two shows off. I'm cool Sunday. So let's see. What my flight lands. See three thirty kicks. Let's do some production on the air here. Yeah, production go live six forty five Sunday one forty five. Four hours. Four hours different. Oh, it's only four now. So yeah, two forty five yeah. hellscape time. I get to Hawaii at one fifty five. <laughs> That's two o'clock. But you're not going to have seen o'clock the game at all. At all. <laughs> I won't have any clue until I land, and I'll just see the good. fourth. It'll be in the fourth quarter I mean, when I land. That could actually be. Call me up. Yeah, that could be even better sure. content. Yeah, and then Thanksgiving, I'll watch the whole game, and I'll check in by phone. Let okay. me see. Let me get there and see if I can't get myself on. I, as like, I can go as on as a guest, right, LG? Like we have guests on? I'm, I don't need gear. I just need. No. I've got a laptop. Yeah, you're good. I've got earbuds. You got all you need. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm right. fine. I'll just come on like when we have guests on. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I think we're the, good to go for Thanksgiving. Okay, I think the the we'll see what we can do about the other week. Then, if nothing else, we'll this coming Sunday. I, yeah, you're screwed. I'll game plan. Call, we'll I'll get call you it. when I land, and you can tell me all about the game, and I'll come up with an opinion based on what you tell me. Y'all could, oh, do a a bit bit. you could do a bit and lie yeah, to me. Yeah, I was already thinking. I was already <laughs> okay. I'm just going to wind you up, say the Vikings won yeah. 35 to 10, and let you go for 5, 10 minutes. All right. Love, everybody. Thank you all for chiming in. Thank you to DJ LG. Thank you to Puma. 
Uh, Mike Taylor Live, presented by Texas Cheer Liquor, will come down this Wednesday night at 8.30. So be advised of that. We'll do this all over again, but we'll do the Mike Taylor Live variety talk show, whatever we want. There's your Cowboy Talk for the week. They are a 6-3 and three football team, and they're just another team in the middle of the pack. Typical Cowboys. Love y'all hard. We'll see you Wednesday night. Overreact is brought to you by Pickleball Giant.